You are welcome to the teaching ministry of Kelios Christian Center, the Perfect Church. Join us as we listen to God's word from His servant, Pastor Kaya Dele Ose Nicholas. Remain blessed. Look at your neighbor in the face. Say, neighbor. We have passed through that stage. We have overcome. We are victorious. Look at me very well. None of my family member was affected. They cannot be affected. Because we are covered by the precious blood of the risen Christ. Say neighbor. Look at me again. I am seated together with Christ in the heavenly places far above all principalities, all powers, powers. rulers of darkness in this world, in the world to come. No weapon, no weapon fashioned, fashioned, designed, designed, created, created, no sickness, no sickness, fashioned, fashioned, designed, designed, created, can stand me. I am overcomer. I'm an overcomer. Somebody shout for joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jam those hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Jam those hands together for Jesus. Wherever you are, lift up your hands and just give this God glory. Give this God glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. He's a mighty God. Maso prata badeke rubashanda. Zika baro sevante kubasit. Jitosko brada basu prata bandis. Oh Lord, we worship, we worship, we worship, we worship. Shekupa pata mosku prate isalamota. Zeriane kutamba le prata. Shenteko frada vasumpre di barabonta. Jita latosa prante di batum barabonta. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Father, take the preeminence. Lord, take charge. As we go into your word, let your heavens be open. Let wisdom from above be evident in our life. Let your wisdom spring from your word and enlighten our understanding. From today, we decree that no more darkness shall be found in our understanding. Every gray area, every area where Satan has put himself and defied, oh God, every prayer by virtue of your word as it comes this morning. May those darknesses be illuminated in the name of Jesus. Every challenge that either though has prevailed in our lives, this morning as your word comes, those challenges disappear. As your word comes, Every sickness bows. As your word come, every poverty is broken. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. In Jesus. 
mighty name we have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Now we have looked at how to burn for Christ. Spiritual fervency. Spiritual fervency. Being hot for God. And we saw in scriptures through our journey that you need a word, you need fellowship, you need prayer, spiritual prayer, you need to fast. These are some of the tools that you put in place to keep you burning and that you need to fellowship. You must gather together and sharpen yourself for iron sharpened iron. So the Bible says the content of a friend is sharpened by his friend. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. But this morning I'm going to be looking at something a little different. In continuation. We're going to be looking at examining your spiritual level. How do I continue my spirituality and know that I am spiritual? There are many Christians who have a form of godliness, the Bible says, but they have denied the power thereof. The Bible says, on the last day, many shall say, Lord, Lord, did I not prophesy in your name? Meaning that they had spiritual prayer. Meaning that they had fellowship. Meaning that they went to church. Are you getting what I'm saying? They fasted because if they had not fasted, they wouldn't have been able to contact power to raise the dead, to heal the sick. But Bible said, Jesus said, depart from me, ye worker of iniquity, for I know you not. Are you following what I'm saying? This gives us a clear indication that you may be spiritually alert. You may be spiritually sound. Your eyes of the spirit can be open to prophesy, to, 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 to deal all kinds of knowledge, to heal the sick, raise the dead, and yet you are not in line with God. So you find that there are so many people today, Christians, who have attained some level of spiritual height, but they are not walking with God. Are you following what I'm saying? That tells us that there is need for us to constantly take heed. Take heed. Take heed. Constantly check yourself. Constantly appraise yourself. Constantly look inward to find out whether you are still in the faith. It is very, very easy and cheap for someone who has grown spiritually to fall. The Bible says, let him that thinketh his standard, let him take it, lest he falls. Satan is not after a new convert. Because he knows, he believes that, is it not that one? Just got born again today, leave him. She knows how to smoke. She knows how to womanize. She knows how to drink. Don't worry. I will send John to tell him that girl he has been asking now that has refused. The girl just green. So he has strategies to bring down 
and easily take down those who just got born again. But now, for those who have grown beyond this level of fornication, adultery, stealing, lying, and all that, he comes with a new tactics. Are you following what I'm saying? David sinned. He begged God for forgiveness. God forgave him. Moses, the only thing Moses did was to strike rock twice. God said strike once. And he strike twice. The same Moses that begged God. Lord, don't destroy these people. For if you destroy them, they will say that it was because you are unable to take them to the promise that that is why you killed them in the wilderness. And God listened to Moses. But now for the same people, Moses called them stiff neck. And anger is struck. And the water still came out. Was there a miracle? Yes. But at the end, God said, Moses, you will see the promised land, but you won't enter. David did a more grievous in our eyes. To whom much is given, much is expected. As you begin to grow spiritually, the Lord expects that you begin to yield, begin to listen, begin to obey simple instructions. As simple as go out, come in, can make a spiritual giant to lose it. Are you following what I'm saying? Let him that stand it take heed, the Bible says, lest he falls. Yes, I have done all that I need to do to be a spiritual giant. Now, if I close my eyes, I can see revelations. I can see visions. Now, if I lay my hand on the sick, and the sick immediately will recover. Now, if I pray for nations, I will see instantaneous miracles. If I call for a meeting, thousands gather. So now, it has come to my head that I am now a spiritual giant. Take heed. Take heed. Someone say, take heed. Say, take heed. If you have read some of the stories of God's generals, you will find out there were many of these God's generals who ended badly. Having done great signs and wonders for God, they ended up cheaply in the hands of Satan. Why? Because they did not take this message to heart. They grew. It's very easy for young believers, people coming up to desire power, desire spiritual prowess, desire to see revelation, desire to go everywhere, to become popular. Very easy. Every man's dream as a minister is to be notable, is to be pronounced, is to have fame. But very easy for you to fall from grace to grace. Hallelujah. Praise God. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5. Luke chapter 2. Also, but let's take that first. It says, examine 
yourselves. Examine yourselves. Examine yourselves. Whether ye be in the faith. Prove your own selves. He said, prove your own selves. Know ye not your own self? How that Jesus Christ is in you? Except ye be reprobates. Examine yourself. Prove your own self. Prove your own self. Now the word proof means to ascertain the certainty of your genuineness in God. To examine means to look inward and to check whether what you think it is is what it is. Are you getting what I'm saying? Examine. So you, you, you go to a hospital and the doctor say, oh, this woman is in a tri- third trimester or second trimester, how they call it. Now the doctor says, okay, I'm going to cross-examine you. Lady, lie down and begin to check. Check the heartbeat of the child. Check that and check this. What is the doctor doing? Confirming that the baby that is in the womb is still in the womb. Are you getting it? To know whether the child is still alive. Is this woman, is she still pregnant? Or the baby is already dead? So the Bible says from time to time, we need to go back into the, 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 the clinical room of God to recheck ourselves. We look at the law. We look at the scriptures. We look at our character, our behavior. Now, 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 it's, it's, it's very pertinent and important for many of us to have a standard. Bible says the word of God is our standard. So, when we look at the law of liberty, we continue in it, we stay by it, we are not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Because there are so many of us, as a result of the fact that we have not planted in a place, planted under a man, planted in the ministry. We hear A, we hear B. Today is fire, tomorrow is water. Next, tomorrow, we are somewhere else. They say, be gentle. And no one said, no, you can't be gentle. If you are gentle, you will lose your destiny. So, we are everywhere. The Bible says that the, 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 the child of God, he says to study, to show himself approved unto God. A workman that need not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly applying it, knowing what to do, part time, part time. So he said, proof. Examine yourselves. What are you being afraid? Prove your own selves. Know you not your own self. How that Jesus is in you. Luke chapter 2, verse 43. Luke chapter 2, verse 43. There was a story of Jesus, the Messiah. Every year, the parents, the mother, the father, Jesus, and every one of them, according to the word of God, goes to Shiloh, to the temple, to offer sacrifice. So this very particular year, they went. And while they were in Shiloh, the Bible said, Jesus, a young man, what did he do? He left the father, the mother, the everybody, all the cousins and all, and went to meet with the doctors and teachers of the law, and he was interacting with them, 
and they began to wonder what manner of child is this because he gave them some hard questions and he answered some difficult questions that they could not answer so they were ah, who is this boy where did he come from so while Jesus was engrossed in exchanging knowledge with doctors and teachers the father and the mother were carried away by religion of Shiloh we go Shiloh are you getting it? We went for a conference. And in that conference, the mother and the father, they were looking at temple clothes, how beautiful the gold is, how beautiful the, the tabernacle is. Oh, look at the priest. Look at the, 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 the cloth is where he is shining. Uh, Aaron did not wear this type of, this type that this, this priest is wearing now. If you look at his hair, he permed his hair. The hair is shining. He's speaking in tongues. Look at pastor shoe. Look at as they begin to look at those things and down Shiloh ended and they were going, they forgot and did not know that Jesus was not with them. They went to the temple to worship God. They came with God, Jesus. They got to the temple. Jesus being God and gave the teachers and was teaching them and explained to them what the mother and the father came to Shiloh to learn. And the mother and the father now, they are going back. They left God that they came with in the temple and they are going home. And when they had fulfilled the days, Luke chapter 2 verse 43, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. There are many Christians today who have entered into religiosity of worship Programs, activities in church, and they have left God behind. The entire essence, hear me, the entire reason why you are seated here today is Jesus. So if I lose focus of the Jesus and I replace it with my Father in the Lord, there's a problem. If I replace Jesus with, oh, look at women's meeting. It's a problem. If I replace Jesus as a youth leader in, in a Sunday service, I forget about why I came to church. And I'm going around. Since I'm blessing your due, you never pay. Right, make out your due, you never pay. Why are you in church? For dues. Many a times we have never asked Sister Blessing, Brother Emeka, how is your spiritual life? But we are more concerned about the dues and the payments. Harvest is coming. Have you bought the cloth? We are going to do anniversary. Have you done and done that? So we get so carried away by the activities that are supposed to follow Christ. And we begin to follow activities. The Bible says that many have turned the God into a creature. And they have worshipped the creature more than the creator. So we find people in church today Many of them, about 80%, are just coming to church. Let us go to Shiloh. So we go every Sunday. We used to go to church 
So any Sunday you don't go to church, you feel guilty. So you are going to church. Why are you going to church? To see Christ? To see God? Or you are going just because it is a norm. When the child is born, when the child is three years, he has to go to nursery school. After nursery school, primary school. After primary school, secondary school, then university. So it has become a process. So now, as a man, you must join something now. How can you say you are not a Christian? You are not a Muslim. And then you say you are a Christian. You are not in the church. You must join a church. So you go to church. Examine yourselves. Whether you are still in the faith. Examine yourselves. In 1 Corinthians 11, verse 28 to 30, Jesus, Paul speaking, said, But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat. Paul here was talking about the communion. Now, the communion does not only mean the bread and the, and the, and the blood. The communion talks about fellowship. Talks about relating with God. Coming to church together where you come to fellowship. And in the Corinthian church, they come because they want to eat. They are hungry. So when it comes to the communion, Paul said they come and they drag for food. They drink and they get drunk. And they eat and drag food. So Paul said what? If you are hungry, eat at home. Don't you know that the Lord's table is spiritual? Is holy? How can you leave your homes and then come? He said, but if any man should eat, let him first examine himself. In other words, you don't just assume. You must check. Are you following what I'm saying? You must check yourself. You must check yourself. Self-examination is necessary. Very important. Do you know why? In nature, in life, from time to time, it is designed to correct itself. Are you following what I'm saying? The way God created the earth, the earth has a system of recycling. Those of us that went to school, did that Greek, did biology, it's what they call life circle. Eh? You say life circle of an insect, life circle of termites, life circle of everything have life circle. Water has a life circle. So you have that rain falls, drops to the ground, flows to the river, flows to the ocean, sun shines, it evaporates, form clouds, the cloud condenses and falls as rain. So it's going and coming. Now watch. Everything that God has created has a self-check, has a self-regulator, has a self-correction. So, whether you like it or not, if a nation, a people, refuse to examine or correct themselves, naturally, there will be a correction. Are you following what I'm saying? Naturally, a correction will take place. So you find that when men begin to use natural resources, 
They begin to dig. They begin to build houses. And they don't allow for the natural way or course of God that God has created. Maybe there's a slope and you refuse to honor the slope for water to flow. What will happen? There will be erosion. From time to time, when the atmosphere is overcharged with certain current, there's lightning, there's thunder to discharge the current. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, in wildlife, study of wildlife, we were told that when animals begin to multiply to the point that the ecosystem is about to become imbalanced, now you have, for instance, antelopes are eaten by lions. So when the lion population is getting too many, it means that the antelopes will disappear. Because like one lion can eat in his lifetime, say, 100 antelopes. So, you are expected to have more antelopes than you have lions. Where the lion population is increasing more than the antelopes, there is a natural way of starvation that begins to kill the lions. You understand what I'm saying now? So, when a Christian refuses to by himself check himself, Spiritual forces will check you. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are many of us, you find out, young men, young brothers, young sisters, who are fervent, spiritual, who have not been able to understand the intricacies of, of, of Christianity and its spiritual dynamics. And they get themselves involved into too much reading. They read and read, they read the Bible and they go and read the the book of Moses. And they get Costco. Are you what I'm saying? So you have a way to check, to balance, to understand that life is not all about yes. There are times you say no. The Bible says in chapter nine, chapter three, it said there is time for everything. A time to laugh and a time to cry. A time to be born and a time to die. Everything there is a time and a season under the heaven. So when God made the whole creation, he said let summer and winter not cease. Let rain season and dry season not cease. He said it shall be for a time and for seasons throughout all generations. So it's a repeated pattern until you begin to understand as a child of God that you have a responsibility from time to time to check and master in the faith for the sons of Issachar. Bible said they understood the times and the seasons. Because of that they were in the generation wise and better than all their peers spiritual alertness spiritual circumspecting check is very very important the bible says i would that you walk circumspectly circumspectly means open your antennas and begin to see what's happening. He said, watch and pray. You must understand the seasons. You must understand the times. You must know when Satan is about to strike. You must know when the devil is planning to hurt. You must understand that there are evil days and then you must plan towards that day. Bill Gates said, the world population is getting too much. So, they have been planning, family planning for people. 
Don't give too much birth or too much children. That to the bone. Stop to the bone. That one is not working. So coronavirus has come. By a natural means. To help to reduce the population. China too many. Small country. Too much people. So it reduce. Italy, too much people. I'm not saying that God is the cause. I'm saying that there are natural methods, natural means. In biological science, when a species or population of animal gets too much, naturally, there is an outbreak of epidemics. Outbreak of disease. When you plant too much in an area, when, when it's too close and jam-packed, there's no spacing. A single mildew can affect a confound and kill everything. So what we are experiencing now by biological science is simply nature cleansing itself. Are you getting what I'm saying? But is that God's plan? No. Because every one of us should plan. Every one of us should examine as a Christian. We're looking at the world. But now look at your spiritual life. Now as a child of God, should I wait? Should I sleep? Should I not pray? Should I not do what I need to do? Should I not check my spiritual temperature to know whether I am hot or cold? Check yourself, he says. Examine yourself. Whether you are still in the faith, are you assuming that you are still a Christian? As a pastor, as a leader, are you still assuming you are still a Christian? Whereas you have left Christ. Are you having a form of godliness and have denied the power thereof? It calls for every man to re-examine Check your spirituality. Check your life. Self-examination is necessary so that we can correct ourselves on a regular basis. An unexamined life can lead to death. Look at what Paul said. He said, examine yourselves before you eat the communion. He said, because many have come and they have ate the communion unworthily. And for this cause, many are dead. Many are sleeping. Many have been contaminated. Satan has stolen their hearts. And now, what is the fear? If you continue in religiosity over time and you don't check yourself, the Bible says because you refuse to constantly check and address yourself, it said you will give your heart over to a reprobate mind, meaning it will come to a point where your mind will become hearted. You will think that what you are doing is right even when you have become wrong. The Holy Spirit will not strive with man. In Genesis, the Bible said, Jesus, God said, My spirit shall no longer strive with man. Because from day to day, time to time, God is speaking, God is instructing, God is giving commands, but yet man is resisting, man is counteracting, man is not allowing God to direct. What is the work of the Holy Spirit? He's here to lead, to direct. The Bible said the Holy Ghost shall come, He shall lead you, guide you into all truths. But many of us have refused the truth and have believed a lie. And because of that, He says, He has given us over to a reprobate mind. Our minds have become unfruitful. So now, what we want to hear, He said, We have the 
develop itchy ears. We now hear from ourselves, teach us that we teach us what we want to hear. When you need holiness, you are looking for pro- for marriage. When you need righteousness, you are going about asking for prosperity. So now you say, oh, I don't like my church. Why? My pastor preaches holiness. He preaches too much. I want to go to a place where the enemies can die. You must understand that there's a time and there's a season for everything under the heavens. A time and a season. Every child of God must go through phases. Hear me? I don't belong to the group of pastors that will tell you you don't need another pastor. If what will take you to be a spiritually rounded and matured person is not where I am, seek it out there. Because God himself sent Jesus to Egypt when he was young. Don't tell me because Satan. For God is not afraid of the devil. (laughs) But Jesus went to Egypt to learn how to read and write. Egypt, at that time, Egypt was the only center for knowledge and learning. So as the child was growing, he needed to have knowledge. The father was a carpenter. So if he had grown under Joseph and not gone to Egypt, he would not have been able to read the scrolls. He would have been only a carpenter. But God looked at it. Oh, now Herod wants to kill all the children. Joseph, arise. Take the child and go to Egypt. I will give you word when it is time. For God is not afraid of Satan. But because there was a purpose, Jesus needed to read all the books of the Bible. How will he learn it as a carpenter's son? He needed to go to a place where education was the in thing. From time to time, that check life of Jesus. Every time he needed something, God made provision. So, sometimes in our life, you say, oh, today, I am in social ministry. In that ministry, they believe only in prayer and destroying enemies. Good and fine. It's part of the things you need to learn to be a rounded Christian soldier. But outside that, you need also to have understanding of the love of God. So you see that somebody may have been in a ministry where they preach fire and vengeance. And after a while, because you have a divine call on your head, God will say, arise and go to Christ's embassy. Why Christ's embassy? Because at that church, they will teach you how to love. They will teach you how to, to flow. You are not only going to be a warrior to fight and kill. For you to be a, Bible says, study to show approval to God, a workman that needed not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth. Each time I listen to Abraham Joshua Selman, I see my intuition, my thinking, spooling out of a man. Some say social church is not every church is okay. For as you have different kinds of people, so also Bible says there are different kinds of administration, different kinds of what workings. You say, but they all work together. So if God is going to design a Christian to be a fully grown Christian, mature and rounded for all kinds of ministry, and God wants you to reach out to the poor. Reach out to the rich. 
reach out to those abroad. He will train you like Pastor Christ to speak in Queen's English when you are growing up. If he wants you to be rounded everywhere, modern, old, he will train like Adeboye that can relate with the old and have a model parish for the young. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? So you must from time to time check your spiritual temperature. Examine yourself. Am I rounded as a Christian? Am I balanced? There's something called spiritual balanced diet. You must ask yourself, am I always the prayer, 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 and I have no word? Check yourself. Begin to study the word. For you have prayed too long and no result. Begin to apply the word. Are you in the church where there's so much word of God and they tell you, don't worry, only the word works. And then, after a while, you notice your elder brother, no job. He married, they married scatter. The second son, he married, he scattered. The third, they married and they scattered. And all of you have been going to a church where they preach the word, the word, the word, the word works. Jehovah, brother, the word works. And then now you are finding that there's a spiritual problem in the family. It's time for you to seek spiritual help. Examine yourself. Check yourself on the spiritual thermometer. Ask yourself in the six classes of food that we have to make a man a Christian, to make a man a natural man to grow. You have protein, you have carbohydrates, you have fats and oil, you have mineral salts, you have water and all that kind. Do as a Christian child of God, you need to have a balanced diet to be rounded spiritual. A balanced diet. You need the word. Don't say no. I don't need prophecy. You need prophecy. Hey, don't say no. I I, I, I need only the word. The word of God is on the shower of prophecy. Yes, it is shower of prophecy. But from time, from time to time, God speaks. Bible says in the last days, in, in, in the last days, say God speaks expressly by His Spirit. In the last days, God will speak expressly by His Spirit. He put upon our flesh. The young men shall dream dreams. The old men shall see visions. Why? Because in the last days, God wants to talk. So if you now say, I am a word-based Christian, I don't need prophecy, then you make a mistake. Show me the Bible, coronavirus. Is it a... So now, if you are a word-based Christian, and the world is plagued with coronavirus, COVID-19, you now read the Bible, it's not there. What do you do? Is Ebola in the Bible? From time to time, God speaks. Examine yourself. Galatians 6, verse 3 to 4. For if any man thinks of himself to be something, when he is nothing... He deceives himself. If any man thinks of himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Galatians chapter number 6 from verse 3. Verse 4 says, But let every man prove his own work, and then he shall have rejoicing in himself alone. And not in another. Prove yourself. Stop looking at your brother. Stop looking at innocent. Stop looking at at, at, at James. Stop looking at John and trying to to judge them. Look inward. Ask yourself. Jesus said, "How can you be looking at the speck in your brother's eye and then you have a log in your own?" He said, first take away the log and then you will see clearly to see the speck in your brother's eye." So you must ask yourself, what exactly it is that I'm not doing right? Anytime you are passed through a challenge, anytime you are going through a pain, you must ask yourself first, not who has done this, but what have I not done right? 
For many a times, the reason why you are plagued, the reason why you are challenged, is because there is something you did not do over the time. Like a house. The man is building a house. And he went to choose an isolated forest to buy land. Having bought the land, he built a bungalow. And he did not put protector. And he packed in and bought the latest LCD screen. Huh? Isense, what do you call it? Isense curve, or what do you call it? And he put all manner of gadgets inside the house. Only him. First and foremost, in the middle of the forest. Secondly, he did not build fence. Thirdly, he did not put protector. Fourthly, he now bought expensive things are kept in the house. And he's there. Only him. No fellowship with other brothers. No protective covering. He doesn't have understanding of the blood and the word. And he's there. But he has loaded himself with precious word of God. What do you think will happen? Some young guys, even without gun, we notice that there is a man living in the middle of the bush. And they are now hungry to buy hem of 20 naira or 50 naira. They will gather themselves by night. Only kicking of the door. Door is open. And then the man is shouting, where is God? When you understand the kind of things you are made up of, if you understand the God you carry, if you know the things you are born of, made up of, then you must be ready to do every single process. Bible talks about precept upon precepts. It says, adding a line and upon another line. You must not jump the gun. In Christianity and religiosity, you must grow into what maturity. You don't jump the gun. You don't say, today I'm born again. And then I want to go to a church where they are preaching prosperity. And then the first message you hear is tithing. So you are jumping. Oh, I pay my tithe. I sow seed so that I may receive money. You receive money. But after you get the money, you two girls, small girl, we come around and follow you. Now you have money. Now you bought a big car. Now you built a big house. Now the money is there, but you have no knowledge of kingdom finance. You don't understand the basis of why a man should be rich. You are rich. Because you got the word. You had faith in the word. You put it to practice. Now you are rich. But you don't have a prayer life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Examine yourself. Whether you are still in the faith. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. Examine yourself. To examine means to test. To prove. With expectation of approving. It means to design. To design. Spirit of discernment design to know, understand. We need to sincerely ask God to help us from time to time to examine ourselves. Because it's not easy. You There are times you just feel that what you are doing is correct. There are times you feel like, oh, I am on the right track. And you think that, oh, you know, in the eyes of those who are doing wrong, they feel they are right. But the Bible says, in that last days, he said, them that kill you because of me, they will think they are doing the work of God. 
Why? Because over time, that's what they have been taught. A young child growing up, and all they teach the child is if you see Christians, they are your enemies. Kill them. So the child has never known anything but violence. You are growing up in a church, only that they preach is die by fire. So the young boy is growing up, doesn't know anything love. He's died by fire. He goes to school. His neighbor, his friend, a small boy like him, steals his pencil. He wants to pray. Any of my enemy that steals my pencil, die by fire. Are you getting it? Examine yourself. Be rounded. Be fully grown. Try as much as possible to seek the face of God from time to time to show you what is wrong. You see, prayer and fasting sometimes is not about give me, give me. Sometimes you go to fasting and prayer for one purpose. Father, purify me. Lord, cleanse me. Lord, extray me. Father, if there is any weight, you know Paul talked about laying aside every weight and sin. It's not all the time that sin draws a Christian down. Sometimes there are weights what is a weight? A weight is that thing that you, you, you that weighs your spirit down. Paul, Paul begins to explain in the book of Ephesians. He said that you grieve not the Holy Spirit of God. By what? By anger. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit by keeping malice. You have not seen though, but you have just told yourself that I will not talk to, I will not talk to Brother John again. He said, I don't want to go and fight Brother John. I don't want to go and slap Brother John because he's offending me, making me angry. So I will stay my lane. Let him stay his lane. So now you are coming, Brother John is coming. You throw away your face. You are keeping malice. You have not seen, but you are carrying the weight. Are you getting it? The Holy Ghost says, Go out and preach. Ah. I did not hear that voice where. Go out and preach. Amen. God. I don't steal. I don't kill. I don't fornicate. I don't do anything. If it's only to preach, I cannot preach. I believe me, let me go to heaven. And the Holy Spirit pressures you. The Holy Spirit pressures you. Talk to brother so-and-so in your area. He's not living a good life. You feel the nudge all the time to preach to brother so-and-so, but yet you refuse to preach. It's a wait. Have you sinned? You have not committed fornication and adultery, but you have disobeyed. You are not yielding. For my spirit, Bible says, shall not strive with man. Anytime the Holy Ghost tries to push you, he says, I will not stay for too long. What he does, after he pudge, after he nudges you and nudges you, like my Bible talked about Samuel, he said, Eli, Eli, he went to, to Eli and said, Master, you called me. Eli said, I didn't call you. He went, he heard a voice, he went again, Eli said, I didn't call you. The second time, Eli said, if you hear it again, Say, speak, Lord, for thy servant hear it. Because if you don't respond after the third call, he will switch off. And it will be a missed call. There are many Adeboyes who are lying in the grave. There are many bishops, Oyedeko, that are somewhere lying in the streets. And they are 
patronizing prostitutes. There are so many Smith Wigglesworth in our generation today who because they did not listen or heed the call of the spirit, they are somewhere languishing. There are many, they may be successful in other areas, but they are not fulfilled in their life because that's not the destiny God has created. You must seek yourself, you must go inward. In Psalm 51, the Bible said in the hidden parts, it said in the hidden parts, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. In the hidden part, it says search me, search me. You must search yourself. You must ask the Holy Spirit from time to time, Holy Ghost, search me. Am I in line with the destiny you have for me? Am I following the course that you have for me? From time to time, you must check yourself. You must check yourself. You must check yourself. Do you know yourself? Do you know yourself? From time to time, you must check yourself. Philippians 2 verse 12. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but when, much more also, in my absence. It says, walk out your own salvation. Walk out your own salvation in fear and trembling. Well, beloved, it says, as ye have always obeyed, not in my presence only, but now, it says, you must walk out your what? Salvation in fear and in trembling. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 10, it says, wherefore, it said, thee rather, brethren, give diligence to make, it said, give diligence to make your calling. It said, give diligence, wherefore, thee rather, brethren, it said, give diligence Take time, take time. Don't be in a hurry. You must take time to look inward. He said, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never, never, never fail. If you do these things, what things? If you don't examine, if you examine yourself, you will never fail. If you wake up in the morning and instead of looking at brother so and so, who you think is living in sin, you ask God, Father, in what area of my life do I, have I made it? Have I done wrong? Where is it that I have, have, the, I have, have, the, I have this delayed? Father, open my eyes of understanding. Show me where your weight is that is besetting me. If you don't do these things, he said, you will fail. A lot fail. And you know the funny part of it all? If you genuinely go to God to ask, he will genuinely show you your area of shortcoming. Are you following me? You are going to pray this morning. Yes, I want to grow spiritually. But Lord, help me to examine myself. Many people are barren. Many are not married. Many are poor. Many are experiencing troubles. Why? Because they have refused to check in the realms of the Spirit what weight and sin is easily besetting them you are running but you are not going far you are praying but you are not receiving answers you are beautiful but yet there is no husband you are very intelligent but yet there is no job you are the first class and all you think of is a brother is an uncle in the village you have never asked yourself Lord where have I gone wrong what is it that I have not done? What is it that I am doing that I need to stop? Because from time to time, the Bible says, if you were for better than that, it says, give diligence to make your calling an election sure. For if ye do these things, you shall never, never fail. 
from time to time you ask questions, you shall never fail. From time to time, you put yourself on what Paul said. He said, this one thing I do. He said, I count not myself to have apprehended. He said, but I, the things that I have done. He said, I put them behind me. He said, and I press forward to the mark of a higher calling. He said, I, I want thing I do. He said, I put my body under subjection. He said, lest after I have preached the gospel, I myself become a cast away. Don't be like a Moses. Who showed Joshua? The promised land. Who looked at it but never entered? Was Moses more grievous? No. Moses was a meek man. Moses had anger. Moses never went to God to help him solve the anger. But here was David. David all the time would cry and lie down before God. Oh God, create in me a clean heart. Renew our spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, O God, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Moses will never go to God. Moses was a man that felt he was good. God acknowledged him a meek man, but he had a challenge. He had anger, a weight in him, not a sin, but that anger did not allow him to enter the promised land. But here was David. He would commit sin. He knew he had done wrong, but he will run and begin to cry unto God. Stand to your feet wherever you are. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. You want to be fruitful in your destiny. You want to be productive in your life. Stop looking at the witch in your village. For now. At your witch is yes. But hear me. The Bible is simple and clear. He that breaketh the edge, the serpent will bite. For ye are under a covering. You are under divine protection. You are under divine provision. You are not designed to be poor. You are not designed to be sick. But are there some sick? Yes. Why? They don't examine themselves. They are Christians. But they don't check. How do I check? Spiritual check. Physical check. Peer check. Ask yourself all the spiritual principles that pastor have been preaching. Have I put them to work? Ask yourself, do you put them to work? Do you pray? Do you fast? Do you sow seeds? Do you pay your tithes? There are many spiritual principles that you abide by, but among all this, if you do all the spiritual principles and then in the physical, you harbor anger, you harbor blasphemy. You have all kinds of all kinds of vices in your heart. You are you are you are you are you are you are jealous, and then you put up all the the, the things that book of the book Bible tells us in chapter five that are called the things of the flesh. They are in you. The Bible says you will not be productive. You will not be productive. Have you prayed all night? Yes, but your prayer will not work because you are having anger against Brother John. Jesus said, two men came to the altar. One of them a publican. One of them a Pharisee. And the Pharisee stood. Father, I thank you. Because I'm a righteous man. I fast. I pray. I pay my tithe. And God looked at him. Yes, I know you do all those. 
but you hate Matthew the tax collector. You don't like him. You see him, you are angry. In fact, there's one publican now standing by. He's afraid to come near you because he knows that in this church, when you, they see him, they look at him with disdain. And the man left. No justification. And then the publican did not even near where the man was standing. The Bible said he stood afar off and said, Have mercy upon me, for I know I am a sinner. And Jesus speaking said, The publican went home justified more than the Pharisee. That man. Are you getting it? So now you find people in church, they are more prayerful. They fast more. They attend services more. But then you, you find another brother who does not pray, who does not fast. The only thing he knows, after he has drink, taking kind kind and all and smoke in the night, he wake up in the morning sober. As he gets up from his bed, his, he, his heart is heavy. He knows he has done wrong, but he can't help himself. So he said, Lord, have mercy upon me. I know I've done wrong. And he leaves his house. And as he's going out, you that prayed all night and fasted, two of you went for interview for a job. In the eyes of God, a man has just been justified. He did not fast and pray, but he has just been justified. He didn't do what you did, but he has not been justified. So the question is, if you had examined yourself and you had called for his mercy, you would have been more justified. Open your mouth and say, Father, in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. As I pray now, as I pray, let your mercy rest upon let me. Your mercy rest upon let your mercy rest upon me. Let your mercy Open rest upon up me. my spirit that I may be able to see and behold what area of my life I need a breakthrough. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Lord, open my eyes of the spirit. I want to check myself. Put me in the spirit thermometer. X-ray me, oh God, in your spiritual X-ray machine that I may be able to know what it is that is bringing me down that weight, that sin that easily beset me, why is it that my prayer is not answered, why is it that oh God, every desire my heart I have not seen it, open your mouth and begin to pray in Jesus mighty name we are praying stretch your hand wherever you are at this point I want you look at yourself you are a choir master doesn't mean you are a pastor it doesn't mean you are a worship leader or whatever it doesn't mean but you know that in your life there is a there's a void there's a void, there's a void there's something that you have been asking that you are not receiving there's something you have been praying and not getting why? it's not because there's an uncle in the village fanning the flame against your destiny not because there's a witch but because there is something in you that you have not dropped something in you that is a weight that is besetting you that is stopping you open your mouth and say father whatever it is in me that is stopping me from getting a breakthrough father as I pray now Lord drop it from me Lord drop it from me Lord drop it from me Lord drop 
stop it for me. I came today to examine myself. I came today to carry out a spiritual scan in my system, in my spirituality, in my body. Lord, I pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Stretch your hands before the altar. I release the grace of God over here. Amen. Wherever you are, whatever it is that the enemies are placed in you as a weight. Upon Mount Zion, the Bible said there shall be deliverance. And my children shall possess their position. He said, and there shall be holiness. Lord, I decree, whatever is a weight, a weight, a weight in the people's life that is besetting them, drawing them back, that they are not receiving the fullness of your stature, the fullness of your blessing, the fullness of your grace, that is limiting them from manifesting their full potentials. I pray now, let your mercy reign. 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 Father, let your mercy reign. You are hearing my voice. You are not born again. This is the hour. This is the season. Because with sin, you are not justified before God. You say, oh God, have mercy upon me. I'm a sinner. I have done wrong. But let your mercy, your loving kindness, let it prevail. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him, he said he gave them power to become the sons of God. Now, let that power to become a son. Let it rest on you. Let it rest on you. The power to live above sin. In First John, he said, if any man is in Christ, he said, he cannot sin. He said, beside the seed of God remaineth in him. I prophesy to you, from today, receive the seed of God. Receive the seed of God. The word of God that imbibes in you. That you cannot sin anymore. The grace of God that we abide in you. That you cannot sin anymore. Every weight in you that is beside in you, I decree today that weight fall down and die. I said that weight fall down and die. That weight fall down and die. That weight fall down and die. Whatever is limiting your marriage, limiting your finance, limiting your breakthrough, limiting your, 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 your academics. Today, I stand as a priest, as a prophet of God. I decree that weight is broken. I said that weight is broken. The Bible said, Jesus speaking, he said, take upon me. He said, for my body is light and my weight is, is, is easy. He said, take upon me my yoke. I take upon me my yoke today. I decree every yoke that the enemies have placed on you, it is hereby broken. I said, it is hereby broken. That yoke is broken. That yoke is broken. Receive the yoke of Christ. The easy and the light body of Jesus rest upon your shoulders. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Shout hallelujah, hallelujah, shout hallelujah. The message you just listened to is from Telios Christian Center. We are located at number 19 M1 Way, beside 55 Philly Station, Benin City. You can follow us on Facebook by liking our Facebook page at Telios Christian Center. For further inquiries, you can call the following numbers 080 3375 2861 Christian Center, raising people to the fullness and stature of Christ.
the city of our God. 